This evening we will do the last of the Brahma Viharas, is the meditation on equanimity. Equanimity is that quality of mind of impartiality or imperturbability. It's far enemy, it's opposite something that's quite familiar, the reactive mind. Equanimity is that quality of mind which receives everything equally, without preference for one or another. Perhaps best understood in the teachings of the third Zen patriarch, Famous lines, the great way is not difficult for those who have no preferences. The mind that is that open, that receptive, that impartial, has tremendous strength and tremendous ease. Sometimes when we do the equanimity meditation, especially with the particular words that are used in the meditation. Sometimes people feel as if it's a quality of pulling away from or indifference to what's happening. And of course, that's the near enemy of equanimity, indifference. It looks like equanimity, but it's really a quality of pulling back rather than opening to. So the phrase that's used in this meditation, and again we'll start with, and go through the whole sequence uh, tonight. We start with a, a neutral person. Let's see if you can still conjure up somebody who's still neutral. <laughs> <laughs> Find somebody for whom you have easily equanimous feelings. And the, the lines that are used, the words that are used, you are the heir or the inheritor of your own actions. Your happiness or unhappiness depends on your actions, not upon my wishes. The tone with which we say this is all important. (laughs) Because it's very easy to use these words in a dismissive way, in a blaming way. You're the heirs of your own actions, (laughs) regardless of what I wish for you. So watch for that, watch for that tone. Rather than that, the, the great power of equanimity and the great power of the practice is it brings right into the moment uh, the wisdom factor. It's really seeing things in a very clear way 
Yes, all beings are the heirs of their own actions. We can have loving wishes and compassionate wishes and wishes of sympathetic joy, but ultimately people's happiness will depend on their actions. And it's, in fact, through the wisdom of this equanimity, of seeing this, that we can then feel compassion for people who are doing things, creating suffering for themselves, or feel joy for people who are creating the conditions for happiness for themselves. Equanimity is the mind state that actually contains the seeds of all the others. When we understand it as being an expression of the wisdom mind. As you do the phrases, really hold that understanding, you know, in your mind and your heart, that it's really a statement of how things are, and the more clearly we and all others realize this, the more possibilities for happiness there is in our lives. All beings, ourselves included, are the heirs of our own actions. Our happiness or unhappiness depends on our actions, not simply upon our wishes. That's the phrase that we use. Again, imbue it with wisdom. Imbue it with that understanding. Seeing that out of that wisdom come all the other Brahma-viharas. It's the foundation for the others. Sit and call some neutral person to mind, somebody for whom you don't have strong feelings one way or another. Could be someone on the retreat, somebody you know from outside. See if you can (coughs) hold the image or hold the sense of that person. Repeating the phrases... You are the heir of your actions. Your happiness and unhappiness depends upon your actions, not upon my wishes. keeping the sense or the image of the person as clearly as possible, repeating the phrase, and watching the nuances in your own mind. Watch the tone. You are the heir of your own actions. Your happiness and unhappiness depends upon your actions, not upon my wishes.
stay concentrated on the meaning of the words and be with them as a gift of wisdom. if you can begin to feel that sense of equanimity, of evenness, you are the heirs of your own actions. Your happiness or unhappiness depends upon your actions not upon my wishes. The mind that's resting in wisdom have that sense of neither attraction nor indifference, just the space of openness, of things as they are, might call to mind a benefactor. Repeating the same phrase of understanding.
keeping the benefactor in mind, expressing this gift of wisdom, resting in equanimity. You are the heirs of your own actions. Your happiness and unhappiness depends upon your actions, not upon my wishes. Finding that place of balance between attraction and indifference, a place of simple openness, of evenness, of equanimity. You can either stay with a benefactor or call a good friend to mind. Seeing if you can remain in the space of equanimity.
holding the good friend in the light of wisdom. You are the heirs of your own actions. Your happiness and unhappiness depends on your actions, not upon my wishes. if you can offer this gift of wisdom to a person it's difficult or as you repeat the phrases they're imbued with wisdom rather than with judgment or with blame if it's possible 
to develop a deep and abiding equanimity with regard to one's own life. I am the heir of my own actions. My happiness or unhappiness depends upon my actions, not simply upon my wishes. Now letting the mind expand and open to include large groups of people. All women, all men, are the heirs of their own actions. Their happiness or unhappiness depends upon their actions, not upon their wishes.
all awakened beings, all unawakened beings, are the heirs of their own actions, their happiness or unhappiness depends upon their actions, not upon my wishes. All devas, all human beings, all lower beings, you are the heirs of your own actions. Your happiness or unhappiness depends on your actions, not upon my wishes.
the mind open to embrace all beings everywhere. From that place of impartiality, the place between attraction and indifference, place of openness, of equanimity, all beings are the heirs of their own karma. Their happiness or unhappiness depends on their actions, not upon my wishes. Every phrase is the gift of wisdom. A place of impartiality, non-reactivity,
we are all heirs of our own actions. Our happiness and unhappiness depends upon our actions, not simply upon our wishes. Notice the quality of mind as you're repeating the phrase.
Equanimity is a refined and subtle state. Often we find our minds caught in one extreme or another. It's in likes or it's in dislikes. It's in attraction, it's in aversion. It's interesting to really pay attention as you do the phrases, simply to watch the nuances of your mind states so that you begin, can begin to distinguish when the mind is moving back into that near enemy of indifference or it feels cold, then that's a sign it's not equanimity. It's, it's a not caring. Or if the mind is getting agitated in some way, then it's certainly not equanimity. And it's through practice, through the repetition. Periodically we drop into that space where we really touch the quality of no preference, of impartiality, of openness. It's not leaning towards, it's not pulling away from, it's just there. And in this state it is imbued with wisdom, the understanding simply of how things are. From that place of openness, as I mentioned, all the other Brahma-viharas come. When we have this, when we have this understanding. So work with it, and especially during this next week, uh, paying attention to to the subtleties of your own mind and mind states as you do it. Uh, It's tremendously, when it's developed, equanimity is a tremendous power. It actually allows us to embrace suffering, to embrace joy, keeping that sense of balance. Be equanimous. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.